Welcome to the Sips No Secrets Podcast. I'm Ashley. And this is Deja. This is a podcast where we're just trying to figure things out. We talk about life, love, relationships, sex, and everything in between. If you know what I mean. (laughs) So today we are going to be discussing a more serious topic than we usually talk about. So today we have a guest and our guest for today is a very important person in my life. This person is a four foot ten female with a big head, went to college at Parsons School of Design, the new school, often goes to reggae concerts, known to be a dog mother of Lilo Roxanne. Shout out to my my little Lilo, my soul sister and Sips No Secrets web slash brand designer, Maxine. Thanks, guys. Got to be here. We are so happy for you to be here. So today, Ashley and I are still sipping on our non-alcoholic brews here. St. Pauli. Nah. 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 And then, Maxine, what you got over there? I was pretty nervous for this. This is my first time on a podcast. So I had a beer, a shot of Jameson, and then um, I cracked open my second beer. Dang. What's the brand? I don't know. I just pick them by which one's the prettiest. This one's a Simcoe and Chinook. That is pretty. Yeah. It's a okay. So this is a podcast. Can't really see it, but it's like pastel, and it's like pink and purple, and it's an India Pale Ale. Nice. Uh, So how you guys been? Like what you what you been up to this week? Today's Friday, so. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy every day. You know when this podcast drops. Happy, Happy Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> Friday Junior. Yo. <laughs> and it drops in the morning, right? So yeah. good morning. <laughs> good morning, everyone. If you do tune in at five AM. So I guess to this week I I just went to work. I feel like this week went by really fast. Faster than usual. Dude, I was like literally feeling the same thing this week. Like it would just go by I think it was uh wednesday and i thought it was i mean no like thursday i didn't even realize it was thursday like i still felt like it was tuesday or something like that those are the best weeks though right because you don't (laughs) feel like you worked at all how was your week mine was really good i've been using this new app that holds me accountable for working out and meditating just like being on my shit every day which is really nice so i actually accomplished all my goals this week without like missing one so it feels wow. good wait what's the app yeah it's called fabulous and i think it was yeah it's a weird name but it was created by like a bunch of like i think it was just like grad students or people that are trying to be psychologists or something a coaching app basically but it helps you i don't know they have like some type of scientific algorithm that says you know if you can do one small task every day you can build those habits which is like mm-hmm. true so yeah like, i've been doing it three weeks now and it completely changed my mornings <laughs> Dude, Dang. Nice. Wait, do you just check it every morning? Yeah, so it's like basically... What you, your tasks are? Yeah, what my tasks are. And it feels good to just like, oh yeah, I meditated this morning. I drank water every yeah. morning before you do anything. That's wow, good. I want to try, try it. Yeah, wow, <laughs> big, okay. <laughs> sponsor. Just that. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this week, what did I do? So I went to the chiropractor again on okay. Wednesday. Regular visit yeah, every week now? Once a week, just for like the first couple of sessions, just because we're just trying to get right yeah back start sitting up straight and all that stuff but this time um 
I got adjusted also, but then before that, we Camille and I had like a deep tissue massage for 30 minutes. Dang, okay. Dude, it wasn't what I expected it to be, honestly. I think what happened was like, I feel like the one, the guy was like talking most of the time and it didn't even feel like it was 30 minutes long. Felt more like, I don't know, maybe 19 minutes oh, wow. yeah that's I so like, specific i about i don't know because well first when i got in there he was just like all right so what's wrong okay well i wasn't expecting this i thought you would have known already like wrong because you know my chiropractor has these notes on me so that was pretty much it aside from that um today was my friend's 28th birthday happy so, happy birthday, happy birthday Shay. yeah shout oh, out to Shay. Shay. i think by this Oh, yeah. It would be way past her birthday by the time this episode comes <laughs> happy out. Happy belated. Yeah. Happy belated birthday. Um, It was cool. I haven't. It's so funny. Camille and I were like talking in the car on the way back over here. Yeah. And she was saying like, dang, it's I forgot how to socialize with other people that isn't our family. Oh, <laughs> like friends. Yeah. We're friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly okay. but it, was, it was like no, so, i feel that but it was though. for sure like so nice to see see them and all that that's pretty much my week we'll get into today's topic oh before that let's freaking cheers bro cheers ding 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 drop what you're doing cheers <laughs> unless you're driving be careful keep your eyes on the road please. <laughs> yeah don't do what ashley did <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, I almost <laughs> choked. If you tuned into the last episode, that. you'll no, know Not the last about. episode. If you tuned into the fifth episode. Fifth episode. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we're talking about. But okay, let's let's get down to business, y'all. Yeah, let's dive right into this. So today uh, we will be talking about something more serious regarding, you know, current events. That have been taking place. Um, I don't know if you guys are aware, but there has been a huge spike on um, anti-Asian hate crimes. And because this topic is important, we will not be playing any games this time around. But instead, I would like to share a quote with you all related to the topic. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. We are caught in an inescapable network of mutuality tied in a single garment of destiny whatever affects one directly affects all indirectly and this is said by martin luther king just a disclaimer y'all i just want to let you guys know we're not professionals in anything we talk about but just merely speaking on what we know through our own experiences so anything that is said during this episode just know we're in no way knowledgeable to the extreme but we're gonna keep it more so tailored to what we've seen and what we've experienced you won't hear anything in terms of like history or like that because you know we just don't feel comfortable enough or knowledgeable enough to be sharing those types of uh, information however if that is something that you're interested in um, there's many articles that you can read up on the matter as well as other podcasts uh, that talk about what's going on around this topic um, on that note i just want to ask you guys ashley maxine in your own words what does does this mean to you guys the quote from mlk i broke it down 
the first sentence of when he says injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere i took that as small injustices here and there it just can't be ignored um we need to pay very <laughs> what am i saying and they're just very important to pay attention to and make right because those add up to even bigger injustice that threatens making things right as a whole and for the second sentence i guess i feel like he is trying to say that when he says we're caught in an inescapable network of mutuality tied into a single garment of destiny so we're kind of headed all you know towards the same direction like we're all in this together the whole factor of intersectionality i mean i never took a do you know what I'm talking about? Sociology. I went to arts. Yeah, yeah there you sociology. go. <laughs> Maxine's like, I went to okay. art school. I, I mean, it was just, ca- they called their classes. Social studies? Like, things like completely different. Oh, okay. So I, oh, I don't okay. know. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, I never took that class, but Carlo took that class and he always talked about how things are intersectional and according to the internet, is an analytical network for understanding how aspects of a person's social and political identities combine to create different modes of discrimination and privilege. That's not what I thought. But <laughs> <laughs> like this whole idea of like, you know, that mixing pot, like we're we're just, we all have our own problems and stuff, but I think we should just be more, you know, empathetic and kind of help each other in a way because we're all headed towards the same direction and yeah going back to that we shouldn't try to make advances against each other and every time i see discrimination and hate crimes and stuff on social media and the news and in person yeah everywhere it's everywhere i don't know it's just educating yourself i'm trying to do that myself it's hard for me to kind of even put it into words because when it happens when i see it i just get so speechless and i just i just get overwhelmed yeah so i guess he's just trying to say you know just for humanity's sake you know try to be a good person yeah yeah and be empathetic (laughs) does that make sense no it makes sense (laughs) okay it's actually it actually really ties into um it's funny so uh i said i was really nervous for this podcast and deja was like oh you should meditate you don't have to drink and yeah. I said, I did meditate this morning. And it actually really tied into what we're talking about today because the meditation was about visualizing yourself as like a singular person alone in the world with like all of your thoughts and emotions, sufferings and your joy. Then expand that to like your community. They're all singular people feeling the same things. And then expand that to like your city, your country, the world. And like you realize how small you are but at the same time how small everyone else is but we're all connected through the same experiences which is the human experience is like what you're yeah. saying whoa that's that's giving me chill <laughs> yeah but yeah, <laughs> yeah um yeah like that's basically how i felt the good the bad we're all connected and mm-hmm. in order to see that we need to stop like dehumanizing each other in mm-hmm. every way that we can because I whenever something bad happens in the world it's such a like scapegoat to say oh this it's because of this yeah group of people or mm-hmm. this group of people and history repeats itself and yeah it's been happening for uh, forever yeah um, it's like do we not learn yeah <laughs> yeah and so mm-hmm. the fact that MLK said that way back when and it's happening again is such a full circle right it's kind of sad too but I feel like this problem is always gonna appear right I forgot to say another sentence but it's kind of tying into you know how we're all connected and how 
you know, when something bad happens, like what you just said, how it could affect it as a whole. I think I wrote it too technical. I said, I think it's like the idea of making one part of the system right or wrong can affect another part of the system in a negative or positive way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I like how you worded it. Better. <laughs> <laughs> We're all connected. Yeah, That's what so you Exactly. What do you think, Deja? What did you think this quote means in your own words? Or what does it mean to you? Oh, I mean, I definitely agree, you know, with both of you guys. The fact that it does continue to happen is what's frustrating. Because, mm-hmm. like, why are we documenting history when we're not actually learning from it? Mm-hmm. Right? And that's the whole point of historians. is So they can, re- they you know, they study, like, history and really think of, you know, it's just like when you, what's it called? You learn from your mistakes, right? I- individually. Yeah. All the time. What's it called? What's in like a basic example? Like you were, fuck, I can't even. Are you trying to say that thing about like, you know, doing the same thing is yeah, and expecting a different outcome is like insanity or something? Like yeah, that? pretty yeah. much. There's a lot of examples. It's hard to pinpoint <laughs> one of them, right? <laughs> yeah. But no, I, d- I definitely agree with the thing that, you know, you guys said. Did you have more to say? Maxine? Or? I think so. I think beyond that we said that history repeats itself and it's all cyclical and then people don't realize a trauma that happens now can radiate generations yeah and i think yeah of course yeah and i think it's it's parallel like what we're seeing now other marginalized people's experiences if you look at their history there is similar like instances of like injustice and colonization and stuff like that and so super imperative to just like know your history and no history no self kind of situation yeah that's pretty Mm -hmm. much it okay so question two how do you guys feel with everything that's going on right now Oh, man, it's it, it's scary. I don't know, like with everything, you know, seeing it on social media and just hearing about it from other people, like knowing people that know people who have been attacked or became, you know, who become a victim. It's what's crazy is that when we're seeing, you know, it, these images, mm-hmm. to me, it really... It, it hits me because it's like, shoot, dude, like I'm afraid that my grandmas or my grandparents in general, my aunties, my uncles and all of them would be become the next one. Right. I don't know when er- anything happens, when this even started to rise, I like called my grandma. Kay, like, do you know what's going on right now? And she's like, what are you talking about? She's just in bed and FaceTiming her. Yeah. And she was and I was telling her of the incidents. I was like, be careful when you like if you're walking by yourself or going in public. And she was like. Oh, I don't leave the house, so. <laughs> oh. She was like, she was like, okay. I don't. Oh, she was like, I don't go anywhere, Deja. And I was like, I'm just letting you know so that you're aware. And then same with yeah. like my family, um, my dad's side. Like I, get, I shoot them a text, mm-hmm. you know, just checking in, making sure that they're aware of everything that's going on. Like even though they're in Tracy, like there's hate everywhere. Yeah. No matter what. Especially you know? in Tracy. Well, oh. I actually looked it up. There's nothing tragic has happened out there but that we know of that we know of yeah yeah, that Mm might have been like skipped or anything but 
just in general, I just try to check in on them. And That's what's good. also frustrating is like when I am looking at these stories on Instagram mostly, I'm just furiated, frustrated, angry. Like I don't know what to do because I feel like there's not much that I can really do. I know there's, I, I think for me, I want to be able to like go out there and just like protect yeah. every single human, you know, who is in harm's way or anything like that. Yeah, that's just how I, I'm feeling right now. How are you feeling, Maxine? Same. Sad, angry, and settled. It is, like Deja said, it's really hard to see violence anywhere. But, like, when that person on your social media or on the news looks like your family member or could very well be your family member, it's so much more traumatizing because you see your own family and their faces and their stories. And you always think, oh, that couldn't happen to me. But similar, you know someone who knows someone that has been attacked or anything like that so it's it's hard yeah and it feels like it's getting closer you know yeah that's how i felt with 2020 and everything that happened then in terms of the thing that was going around like i always thought like oh there's no way i can catch this oh yeah and then and then it started with like oh someone knew someone's mom who got it and then it was like someone i knew knew someone who got it and then it's someone that i knew who got it Ryan's like, holy shit, it's getting so close to me. Yeah. But yeah, racism is a disease. So yeah, same thing. Hate is a virus. Like I feel now, I don't know. I just always worry when like I feel like I'm more alert now of like my surroundings whenever I leave my door all the time. Yeah. I don't know if it's like paranoia or anything, but I just want to be ready just in case to like defend myself Mm -hmm. if I have to. Or just being able to, if I'm out in public, like I look out for other people that's around me, just in, you know, if they're like alone and they're elderly and they're Asian, yeah, you know, I just want to watch them to make sure like they wouldn't get attacked or whatever. How you feeling, Ash? I feel the same. I think it adds another layer of, I, w- I don't want to say fear, but it does add another layer in addition to just being a girl. I mean, a woman now. <laughs> we already kind of... We feel that every yeah, day. Yeah, we feel kind of cautious already in general. For Especially, like, we don't know if, you know, someone's going to follow us home or... I don't know, something like that. Especially when I saw, you know, that challenge a group of teenagers are doing that slap an Asian challenge. Oh, yeah. And, the and then it said it specifically targeted um, Asian elders and Asian women. That got me so mad. I don't know, like, it's like, why does this happen i don't know it's kind of the same feeling i felt like last year you know with with all the the black lives matter movement whenever you hear just a a group of people being targeted in general why are people so evil i don't know that's what i think in my head and then i just feel like kind of numb overwhelmed and shocked and i don't know what to do about it and like it takes me I know people like have this stigma of like like what does a repost do? Like they mm-hmm. should be saying more. They should say something. If you don't say something, a black square isn't gonna do anything and you don't even know how much it takes to post that or even like repost something. Well for me. I just yeah, I hate that I feel even more that layer of fear. And I also heard another another point was just Asian culture in general, we're not really raised to speak up. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, for sure. Because mm-hmm. we were always told the older generations to don't get yourself. You don't know, make waves. 
yeah like don't get into trouble yeah you know? keep your head down only worry yeah. you know what you're doing and stuff like that but i think that's what's tough in the situation of like when other you know communities and you know ethnicities are being targeted we shouldn't just keep to ourselves because yeah. that's eventually it, exactly what happened now like we're now it's us right and we would want people to stand by us as well to you know fight against this hate all people of color i i didn't want to get into all this yeah we should be if we want someone to stand up for us then we should be standing up for other people as well you know when we feel like we want to do something right and stand up take initiative it's just weird because you know that whole bystander effect yeah everyone could see something happening people will think in their head oh someone's gonna say something and jump in and save them oh instead of acting and being that person that that has like a heavy effect on society i don't know like i don't know why people take the other route and just attack a group of people i don't know it's hard for me to make sense of things in a productive way because it's inhumane let me let me ask this to you guys have you experienced any hate towards you or witness anyone else for being asian since 2020 i think that's an important part to bring up because it explains asian american pacific islander is an umbrella statement but there under that is like so many different levels of cultures economics upbringings and so like me personally know it's such a privilege that i right now i'm working from home i'm in my bubble like i've only seen friends and family who are like super close to me and i haven't been i haven't had the need to go out in public and interact with strangers in a way that a lot of other people of Asian American Pacific Islander descent have. We're in a pandemic. They're essential workers. They're women that need to like make money. That's a hard thing to reconcile where I think like you said, Ashley, like we're home and we're safe and there's other people that aren't safe because they can't be. Like they need to be out in public. They need to like take public transportation to like get where they need to go and which puts them at more risk than us oh yeah as like young asian americans can avoid these situations as much as possible because of the climate that we're in yeah (laughs) you know okay i guess i didn't read that whole question (laughs) i thought it was just me like oh have you experienced any discrimination have have you experienced like in 2020 or since 20 no i mean i've seen i mean i haven't seen but you know i've heard you know, yeah, on social media and stuff. But like firsthand, you didn't see with like your own eyes and per- or, wit- or witness anyone. I don't think so. Or experience anything. Yeah, I I do feel like so privileged to not have seen that. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I stayed home for <laughs> 2020. <laughs> All good. Uh, there was just like one instance that been like it wasn't like anything big. I don't think, but it, it was something that was just like. Huh, that was weird. Camille and I were actually getting in and out and we went to the in and out in Vallejo. Whatever. All was cool. Like I didn't expect anything to happen. It was chill. Like it felt yeah. It was just like another day grabbing food. Someone even commented on my hair, said like I like your hair. I was like, Oh, yo, thanks. 
But when we walked out, there were these two little boys standing outside of the In-N-Out. And I could hear them like mumbling something or like saying something as we were walking out. But I wasn't like fully like paying attention to what they were saying. Yeah. But they little kids. Right, right. I thought they were just talking amongst themselves. Mm-hmm. And it was still like the same words that they were saying. And it just continued on. And we parked pretty close to the entrance door. So when yeah. we were getting situated in the car, we were putting the food in the trunk and... I still heard them saying something. I was like, holy shit, I think they're talking to us. I don't know. And I listened a little closer. It was this this kid that said, saying something like, oh, China, 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 or some shit like that. What? Like, is that oh said God. towards me? I had an occurrence like that, but not during 2020. Yeah, like they were like f- full on staring at us and like just kept saying something along those lines. And I was looking at them like dead straight. I was like, ooh. If you wasn't, <laughs> if you wasn't like nine years old, <laughs> oh my god! No, but my in my head I was like, okay, I don't even know what to like. I don't know what to do like, in that situation. Yeah, I think in the like, do I ignore it? Do I say like, who the fuck are you? Like, that is kind of weird because they're kids. Yeah, but I mean, even if they are yeah. kids, like it's not like I wouldn't like physically hurt them yeah. but just like, ad- address them. it yeah you feel me and being me i have difficulties with confrontation with all of this going on what all of you know blm last year is something i've been trying to work on is like being able to confront someone if i do see something yeah right? i was really fighting in my head i was like go up there deja just go up there <laughs> oh, i hate that feeling when yeah i yeah <laughs> and i was like fuck but what do i say and and then in in that case also like i wasn't sure if i heard them correctly yeah but i pretty much knew that it was something along those lines and they were trying to mock us or something of that nature Uh and so i was like asking camels do you hear what they're saying and then she was like huh i don't know i just ignoring them (laughs) (laughs) so i was like okay i think they're saying something inappropriate like trying to be offensive Uh uh-huh in my head i was like okay i'm not gonna just go over there but once we get in the car and drive past them, if they're still there, I'm going to roll down the window and be like, what the fuck? Or some <laughs> oh shit like that. Uh, Did uh, you do it? Well, by the time we got in the car and was about to back up and leave, they went inside. <laughs> yeah. But then that really made me think, fuck, I should have, you know, I wish I would have said something. But I'm just so in my head thinking about maybe they didn't say that. Trying to maybe make up excuses in my head of yeah. why I shouldn't go up to them, which is something that I do want to, you know, work on because how am I going to stand up for other people if I can't even stand up for myself? I feel that every time I'm in that kind of situation, it's kind of like I try to rationalize, try to empathize yeah. with the perpetrator. Like I'm like, Oh, maybe they're just having a bad day or they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Like they're too which young. Which is something we got to right? stop you know yeah. I, I think it's a big because we're women you know and that's exactly. like in our it's another level of vulnerability that you have to overcome because not yeah. only are you asian you're a woman if these are let, you weren't alone let's say you were alone would you feel more comfortable saying something probably not yeah that's true it's I another do. thing to overcome yeah because for sure i mean if i was drunk and <laughs> i had the squad with me i'd be like hey let's go talk to these kids over here because <laughs> i'd have the Shoot. liquid courage <laughs> Shoot, you know what that reminds me of, though? The courage that people get when they want to do hate. They oh. get their group of buddies, and they're like, I don't know. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah I get So, what you're like, saying. every time, I don't like know. mob mentality. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That just kind of scares me. Yeah, no, I feel that. 
I think just I would do that because I'd feel more comfortable that I have people to back exactly. me up if I, if I stumble on my words. Yeah, I, no, I feel that, you know, comfort. The reason why I have issues with confrontation is because like I get stuck me too. and I d- wouldn't know what to say if they come back at me either way. Even just a simple like, hey, you should probably like, why like, are you saying that? Oh, that's like, rude. what's your, you know, like instead of trying yeah. to come at them aggressively, just have a conversation and just be uh, try to understand like where they're coming from. Why are they trying to mock whatever, you know, mock me or, or, or whatever, you know, and just, yo, like, where are you getting this from? Like, why are you saying that stuff? Like, what's do you have a problem with me? You don't even know me. Do you have a problem with my culture? You don't even know what I am. I'm yeah. not even Chinese, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the craziest thing is people. None of us are Chinese, but we've probably all been called some like racist slur under the impression that we are. That reminds me of um, I think it was a few years ago. I put my hair in like two buns using you know those like bun make yeah or the things that make buns right. And I wore my hair like that. I was like, oh, this is a cute hairstyle. I'm going to just keep it on for the day. And Carlo and I went to get some boba. I think it was just us and then like a group of like these teenage boys or something. You know, obviously not Asian. I kind of heard kind of similar to that situation. Someone saying like ching chong or something like that. And I was like, Carlo, I think they're talking about me because I'm the only one with these buttons. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I just felt weird. I didn't even... But then I don't know if they're talking to me because they were looking at each other. So I was just like, that was just another occurrence. It just reminded me of that. But I just thought that was weird. And I just brushed it off. Like, I didn't even know what to do. Because it's so shocking in the moment. Like, you don't think that, like, someone would actually, like, say that to you or say that about you. Yeah. Question four. Can you remember a time you experienced a microaggression? One that I clearly remember that actually happens to me now is if I'll go to like the nail salon or something and someone will say that color doesn't look good with your skin tone what or maybe you should try a different color they say that to you yeah multiple times what the fuck and that's just a repetition of like stuff that happened when I was younger oh Oh. if if, like you're Asian why are you so dark kind of situation oh yeah that's Um, true and like that, so like the fact that like I still struggle with that today, like people questioning that is like super. People will think that Asian people are just like all one type, but if you're Filipino, you're also Pacific Islander, so you're also dark skin or you're also light skin. So there's a lot of complexities that go with being Filipino and Asian. Yeah. Oh, by the way, guys, we're all Filipino. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Filipino. Um, Filipino. I'm Filipino and Puerto Rican, but I think my features mainly show that I'm Filipino. People are actually shocked when I say I'm Puerto Rican, too. <laughs> but your mom definitely looks... Oh, yeah. I, I would say that. Look like more like my dad, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, I just had a dinner with some of my college friends this week. Oh, my gosh, I forgot that happened. <laughs> But there, I I think I, whenever someone comments on how dark I am, I don't even like think about it anymore. Like it used to bother me so much when I was younger and I I just got so used to just brushing it off. But now that you pointed it out, they were saying, my friend was just saying, oh, you're so dark. How do you get so tan? How do you get so tan? And I hella just ignored it. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even answer back for some reason. I just Maybe that's why I don't answer certain things. 
because I'm just like trying to ignore it. <laughs> yeah. It's just a comment, like rhetorical. Like, yeah. Rhetorical comment. Qu- That's question. what I was thinking it was. So I just didn't answer. Yeah. Were, were, were they like expecting an answer? I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But that's crazy that you pointed that out because I forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, to specify, the reason that that's like so off putting is because being darker skinned in, I don't know if you grew up like me, but like being darker, you were seen as like less pretty. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Asian community loves Yeah, loves colorism in, in that. And it makes yeah. like, and so the lighter you are, the closer you are to like whiteness. That means you're more rich. Yeah, it means you're less. Oh, I didn't know You don't that. work in the fields. You don't. Oh. Yeah. That's how it started. In the Philippines. And I didn't Yeah, know that. so like, and that's generational. Like the fact people, quote unquote, working in the fields in the Philippines were darker. And like now it's 2021 and people still care about that is insane. I didn't even know that's that's why. I, I just, I would just get irritated when they, growing up my relatives or anyone whenever they would say it they would say it in a bad way i think i just grew this irritation or annoyance like why can't i be like darker yeah like you yeah. know okay that's all i wanted to say <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember when i was younger my grandma would always give me papaya soap oh yeah that's like it widened your skin yeah right? she would, and then my my other auntie and grandma would make me rub like lemon on my knees because they were dark. Also, like my de- my knees and my elbows, and I always thought it was like weird. Like, I was like, why? I don't want to be light skinned. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I don't want to be. I, like I like my tan. You know what I mean? They would always say like, Deja, you're so dark. Like you need to, or like stay inside more or something. Yeah, like stop that. playing outside. Yeah, stop playing. Because I would play like my whole childhood. I would always be outside. Yeah. And so th- that was like the darkest I could ever get. <laughs> <laughs> or like you smell like the sun. Oh, you yeah. heard that one? Oh my you god! Like the I mean, it sounds familiar, <laughs> but I think I tried to push it down or something. So, you know, previously to this podcast recording, I asked them what is a microaggression because I didn't understand, but they said it was like an indirect way, like discrimination. Kind of. Let's read the actual like, definition. I I forgot what you guys said. You guys explained it so well. <laughs> but now that i'm so, on the spot <laughs> you don't want to say yeah. I was like, you guys <laughs> help me so a microaggression on dictionary is a noun and it is a statement action or incident regarded as an instance of indirect subtle or unintentional discrimination against members of a marginalized group such as a racial or ethnic minority wow Okay, yeah. So back in high school, I just remember like walking to class or something. I don't know. It was break, brunch, and I guess I was by myself. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like on my way to class. I was just walking up the stairs and there's these like, I don't know if it was three people. I don't know. I didn't count, but they're, they're just laughing to each other. And like, you know, people normally do that when they're in a conversation hanging out with their friends right and i just walk in past them they're like oh can we ask you something and i was like sure (laughs) they're like does panda express deliver i'm like what (laughs) well they're trying to order panda express i was like i don't think so but you could check (laughs) like i genuinely thought they're asking me and then i I think I told Carlo that and Carlo was like, that's messed up, Ashley. And I was like, 
what do you mean <laughs> i was so clueless yeah. yeah and i always like get myself in those situations because i don't i always think people you know intend for the best yeah but right but that's a good quality those fuckers out there <laughs> yeah <laughs> who just want to fuck your day up and then another uh incident was during a group project during my sophomore year in our humanities class we always change groups because our curriculum was project-based learning so we did projects all the time and we changed project groups every i don't know week for a segment of the class i think it was every week and then we'd give a presentation at the end of the week or something you know when i met my group like they were cool people, you know, like, dang, are we going to get work done? <laughs> and then one of them was like, oh, you're Asian, though. You're going to you're going to help us, right? You're going to do all the work. And I was like, hell no, I'm not. <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> like, why did you think I was that type of person to do the whole project? And I actually care about my grade. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at that time, you know, like I'm not going to do it at all now. Yeah. <laughs> Just hearing that. And then when it was our time to present our teacher asked us okay you're next your team is next your group is next and I was like we don't have anything to present <laughs> he was like you serious and I'm like yeah we don't we didn't do anything <laughs> <laughs> and then they just went to the next group and I was like I wonder if that affected my grade oh my and it God. didn't I was like what is the point of these projects <laughs> <laughs> no that's super but, brave of you though but i was just like they really thought i would do work I wait really they just like <laughs> expected you to do everything and yeah i mean i don't know if they specifically said because i'm asian but i feel like they said that and i was just laughing because i was like we're fucked <laughs> <laughs> you chose the wrong one <laughs> yeah like but they're random groups so it's yeah. just I thought it was hella funny. I think, yeah, I just felt even more good about myself for not doing work. You, <laughs> you know? should, Just honestly. hearing that. That was probably just like revenge or something. I don't know. But I wasn't going to do any work anyway. But that was just another occurrence that happened to me. So I've gotten this actually like multiple times. And someone, it was, it happened, like I said, multiple, it happened multiple times throughout like my entire life. Yeah. People always ask me, like, oh, where are you from? And I'd be like, huh, well, I was born in Tracy, <laughs> California. But, uh -huh. you know, I kind of give that, uh, give them, you know, my background in terms of, like, where I've lived and yeah. where I consider home, you know? And then they're like, oh, but I mean, like, where are you really from? <laughs> what the fuck? And I was just like, well, like I said, I was born in Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're trying to nudge at, like, you know, you don't, you look foreign foreign right yeah and so they'll be like oh well where's your family from and i'm like well my mom was born in and i'll say another city in california and then they're just like i mean you're like your ancestors and i'm like oh i mean i'm filipino so i guess <laughs> the philippines and it's just like why why are you asking why does it matter why don't you just ask me like what's your ethnicity like yeah why does it matter like where i'm from because I'm, I'm American. Like, I was born here, so I was born. I'm yeah, the question of where are you really from begs the question of, like, do you actually belong here? Yeah. yeah. It's like, I, I mean, I want to say my English is perfect because, you know, grammatically I, I struggle. <laughs> but I have an, I think I have an American accent, so yeah. I don't know where they're getting this from. 
And I've also had instances where people would ask me like, oh, do you speak Chinese? And I'm, oh my gosh, I, that happened to me at uh, a job I was working at. What? I was, I was like ringing them up and they're like, oh, it's just like making small talk as I rang them up. And then randomly they were just like, do you speak Chinese? And I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> do you? <laughs> I was like, I, I, yeah, I know nothing real. No, I have no idea. And then they're like, oh, so what are you? And I'm just like, well, I'm Filipino, but I don't speak the language either <laughs> you're like yeah. i'm american <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh, and yeah those instances just happen all the time and it's just like i don't even know what to say anymore i'm just like i'm deja yeah <laughs> i'm a human <laughs> i'm a human yeah wow all right guys so last thing i wanted to talk about before we wrap things up and i think this is an important thing to to answer and give information to our listeners and anyone who would like to be who is an ally of um, the the asian community asian pacific islander community and just like sources of where you know you can help the cause anyways i'm just gonna ask a question <laughs> <laughs> Do you know of any organizations that are contributing to helping Asians? Yes, Deja, I do. Oh, wow. <laughs> Tell us. Well, recently. Well, not recently. I feel like ever since, you know, the the, <laughs> <laughs> the virus happened, I've been hearing about all these increasing hate crimes. I've been seeing this hashtag everywhere. The hashtag hate is the virus, right? And... It's crazy because I regularly listen to this other podcast, Asian Boss Girl. I always listen to when they come out with a new episode. But they actually interviewed the founders of this organization. So the organization is Hate is a Virus. You can find them at hateisavirus.org. It was founded by Tammy Cho and Michelle K. Hanabusa. So they founded this group together and... It's basically a non-profit community. Their mission is to dismantle racism and hate. And this year they're focusing on amplifying, educating, and activating AAPI to stand for justice, equality, and solidarity with other communities. And this is straight from their website. And they also have a community fund, a community action fund. They're trying to raise a million dollars to support the community. They also have a shop and they have a whole action page. I like, this is what my favorite part of their website is, how you could join the movement and take action because, you know, a lot of us don't even know where to start yeah. when we want to help. And I like how they have four, I think four or three main action steps you could do, which is to raise awareness. I feel like that one really helps because people don't really know unless you post these things and talk about it. Also, educate. So that's the second one. And fundraise. Oh, I guess there's three. So, but that is um, one of the organizations that I always was interested in. But that helps the Asian community. But there is a lot out there. Yeah. So another organization that you guys can look into is Stop AAPI Hate. And you can visit their website at stopaapihate.org. AAPI stands for Asian American Pacific Islander Communities. And Stop AAPI Hate, founded by a consortium of three groups, one being the Asian Pacific Policy 
and Planning Council, two, Chinese for Affirmative Action, three, Asian American Studies Department at the San Francisco State University. And so this was created in response to the alarming escalation in xenophobia and bigotry resulting from the COVID-19 pandemic. The center tracks and responds to incidents of hate, violence, harassment, discrimination, shunning, and child bullying against Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders in the U.S. Straight from their website, they say, Stop AAPI Hate began as a reporting center to track and analyze incidents of hate against Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic. Through their reports and advocacy, they were able to raise national awareness about the issue of anti-Asian hate. So definitely check them out. You can donate to them to support the cause and what they are doing. Um, I actually see their, you know, their organization everywhere. So I think that's dope. So the third one is API-ENC. API-ENC builds queer and transgender Asian Pacific Islander power to amplify our voices and increase the visibility of our communities. Through organizing in the Bay Area, they inspire and train grassroots leaders, transform our values in scarcity to abundance, and partner with organizations to sustain a vibrant movement ecosystem. And that's apienc.org. All right, guys. And so for every, um, so for every play that we get on this specific episode, we will donate five dollars to one of to the organizations um, that we just mentioned. So, meaning, if we get thirty plays on this episode, um, we will donate. Wait, hold on. Thirty times five. We will donate one hundred fifty and distribute it evenly amongst the the three organizations we just mentioned. I also wanted to plug in Mika Bursting's um, article. So you could also check out this article, um, Raising Awareness to Stop Asian Hate by Mika Bursting at greenbeanfives.substack.com. But um, I just wanted to point out this uh, article because he's kind of the one that opened my eyes to these organizations and I just want to give that credit to him. Okay, Mika. Yeah. Shout check out. out. Check Mika. out his blog. He talks about um, streetwear, I think. Right? And shoes? Yeah. Yeah. So check him out. And also the organizations that we mentioned, uh, we will also provide the links to their pages. So if you guys want to donate with us, um, definitely do so. To wrap it up, uh, Maxine wanted to just share some some word a message with all of you guys um yeah so as much as this time is really traumatic for a lot of asian american pacific islanders um don't forget to celebrate the wins the joy the accomplishments we achieve despite the hate and if you're a fellow asian american pacific islander don't forget to rest turn off social media um and the revolution is a marathon not a sprint yes snaps to that for sure i think you know we do need to turn off social media from time to time i know with last year <laughs> and blm holy i was torn so definitely important to make sure your mental health is is in a good state 
The other thing is, I am a huge history buff. And if you feel so inclined to, if you didn't learn this in your own like grade school history books or whatever, look up like the Chinese Inclusion Act, Exclusion Act, the annexation of Hawaii, the Filipino-American War, and the internment of Japanese Americans, and the rest of um, Asian American history that we gloss over when we grow up because it's not taught in our schools, and um, you can really see how like history repeats itself and. Yeah, if you know your history, you know yourself. Ooh, thank you, Maxine. That was a perfect way to wrap up this episode of the Sips No Secrets podcast. For those of you who have made it to the end of this episode, thank you so much for listening. And please leave a comment, review, etc. Um, we just want to keep on improving in any way that we can. Um, and we're, we're, we're learning every after every episode. For more, follow our Instagram at SipsNoSecrets and check out our website at SipsNoSecrets.com. If you would like to support this podcast, go to anchor.fm slash SipsNoSecrets slash support. SipsNoSecrets is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and now YouTube. Oh, yeah, we are on. Huh? <laughs> I forgot yeah. about it. <laughs> um, and yes, we post new episodes every Thursday morning, so... Check us out, follow us, share, and all of those good things. Cheers! Thanks so much, Maxine, for joining. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Woo!